What's up, Edmonton, and or wherever you may be, we're back. It's another week. It's long and hard. Uh, special week here because it's also two out of two of our double headers for this week. So thank you for tuning in to both of them. I'm sure you never skip an episode. Now we are uh, we're back slightly to our regular schedule programming, but not really in that. It's just Josh and I in the studio. We kind of nothing regular about us. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially our programming because it's kind of sporadic. But we're back in studio, just the two of us. A uh, good chance to catch up a little bit, if you will, uh, reflect because we realize we've had quite a few guests lately. So kind of talk about that. Uh, we made some big announcements, big announcements in the show for kind of as we get into end of Q3, start of uh, Q4 for the year. We're going to have a Sober October Challenge coming up, pretty huge. Uh, we also are announcing the Guest of the Year contest and Ooh. the award that goes with that, so you'll want to tune in. And if you want to be a guest, give us a shout, you know, jump on. Something about a belt or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, something about a really big, shiny, fancy-ass belt. Yeah, 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 something about that. <laughs> And then uh, we allude to uh, a special promotion. Mark your calendars around Christmas time. You'll have to listen to the full episode to find out what it is. Uh, But more on all of that later. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Check, 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 check. Hang on, wait. Check. Now you talk. Check. One, two. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. We're almost legit podcasters. <laughs> Till we get the sure SM58SBs <laughs> or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're uh, we're going to be the first podcast in Edmonton to get sure microphones. Ooh. Book it. Book, Book it. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we'll solidify ourselves. So, are you guys the most listened podcast in the city? No, nope. but we have the best stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we have three thousand yeah. dollars worth of recording equipment. Yeah, exactly. For two people. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't really like making out with this mic, but it's like a big metal dong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try not to move this too much so I don't get the. Back in the singing days, though. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, do I have all the lights on? Okay, yeah. You know, there's a few uh, <laughs> parts in the other episodes where, um, like, when I was doing clips or, like, posting clips or reviewing them or whatever. Okay. Where, because um, <laughs> during the show, like, I watch the, mon- I watch the monitor and right. do the film stuff for yeah. those of you who haven't figured it out or don't wa- watch the show. So there's a few times <laughs> where, like, you're talking to the guest and I'm like... <laughs> looking at the camera. I wasn't going to say like, anything, but yeah. Looking intently <laughs> at the camera, and I'm like, God damn. Like it's, <laughs> if you're watching the clip, it's kind of distracting because I'm like yeah, he's looking like into your soul. Serious eye contact with the camera. 
yeah. we'll get you a pair of sunglasses just for that. Yeah, so I can. Like, so you just you put them on and look at the camera. Yeah, pull the casing nice down. Like, do like a one of these and. <laughs> <laughs> this is a challenge of recording the podcast, though. Right. Well, producing it ourselves, right? So by record, I mean video. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't know. Hopefully, people enjoy a li- the little bit of like. I would call it a little DIY slash roughness of it because it's like mm, it's yeah. you and me it's doing not it. sexy whatsoever yeah, yeah yeah but but it is but it isn't it's right? wayne's so, world wayne's world <laughs> party time did you see the thing i posted Talk. yes <laughs> it's funny because callan's face actually kind of looks like mike Myers, it actually works fairly well and shab's face actually looks quite a lot like uh what's that actor's name uh rob, rob low yes kind of actually looks like his face similar skin tones too which is funny yeah, at least a, in that movie yeah cause... yeah they uh <laughs> honestly i was thinking about doing some uh <laughs> or i want to do some deep fake slash photoshop sort of stuff of us okay like, there's some content ideas i have yeah but then with the whole face app thing or uh, whatever um, i would hate you forever exactly i'm like well am i giving <laughs> our face to some random dude overseas like do what you want with this <laughs> there was a guy we went to high school with yeah um do you remember Glenn McDonald or whatever? Yep. yep. He posted on fa- on uh, Instagram. It was actually really funny. <laughs> it just said his caption was "Fuck it, you can have my face, Russia." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I actually had that in the random notes. I have a notes file for our show of like random stories I see that I okay. just save to like maybe bring up at a later date. Whether it's like news uh, articles or like things I think of, that would be like, this would be funny to talk about some point if it comes up organically. <laughs> you, you know what my notepad is? What's that? <laughs> right, all up here, hey? I don't think yeah. the mic's going to capture that one. No. no. You'd have to hit your head pretty hard, but it's... <laughs> my head's pretty fucking hollow, yeah. so... Have a good echo in there, honestly. <laughs> um, it's like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you you know i've actually never really been able to like do the watermelon knock thing you want it's it not to art. sound hollow yeah is essentially what you want not to, do. to sound not hollow. like to sound yeah you thick. want it to sound like correct yeah okay yeah like my head tick yeah <laughs> full of knowledge <laughs> big brain <laughs> we're gonna have to actually do something with that honestly. oh you, did Josh, you buy like a domain and shit? I'm so far ahead of you. Okay. Not that far ahead, okay. but far ahead up here. <laughs> Where I have 801 ideas and I have executed on approximately zero of them. But Whoa. Yeah. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long and hard merch store. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think that's good. And then we can like have, yeah, there's, I don't know. I think there's demand for that. There's to something a de- to, to it. To a degree. To there's a degree. something to it. And even like, um, well, Chris D'Elia has his stuff. I was just going to say. Uh, Howard Stern has like Baba Booey stickers and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you're familiar with that reference at all. But, uh, God damn it. Yeah, he... he <laughs> I don't know. I think even if it was something we just like gave to our friends or whatever. It, it's just notoriety for the podcast. You oh, know, exactly. It's like... See, that's what, but that's why I want to put some production value into it. Right. Or have something like funny and memorable yeah, yeah, on, yeah. for text or whatever. Yeah. So, like, people see it and they're like, oh, like, where'd you get that? Like, um, those Still in Edmonton shirts. Okay. Are you familiar with those? 
I have seen. You'd probably them. recognize I them. Probably don't know the story behind them. But. Me, me neither, really. But I've sort of taken some inspiration for that. I like that in one of my ideas. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Remind me to have a brainstorm session. Yeah, after. yeah, yeah. So, and on that note, and speaking of uh, advertising slash show promotion stuff, uh, I've decided we're doing a guest of the year. <laughs> contest <laughs> so still lots of time to get in to get on the show because be eligible yeah and uh i'm gonna we're gonna get one of those wrestling belts okay that has our logo and it'll say long and hard guest of the year 2019 okay so just because we had our good batch of guests and then you know it's kind of twofold where like we can put that out there try to get people to come on get our friends to come back yeah but then also get people just to be transparent if you come on like promote the show and stuff yeah and then at the end of the year we'll do like we'll do like a cutoff date or something and be like okay voting starts now Ooh. yeah yeah that's a good idea oh yeah and you would get to keep the belt because they're not you know too expensive if you look at it as an advertising cost right so Ooh. yeah i oh, like yeah. that like i said ideas ideas so. <laughs> guess the year is a good idea because i think that then people are going to come on and they're really going to give it their all, you know? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. not just going to fucking mail it in that day. <laughs> Which I don't think anyone has. But, you know, it, it's... We want you to, like, run with it a little bit. Right? How do you even mail it in on a podcast? Yeah. You just come in and it's I, like... be, I believe that's the definition <laughs> of what doing this is. Mailing, mailing it, in. it in. Yeah. 100%. You pretty much just show up and uh, sit around and talk. You know what I was just thinking? Is this my good side? I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because this is my good side, and I gave this a lot of thought. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe trick trick question. Don't yeah, have don't a bad side. I don't know. Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, there's pros and cons of each side, but I generally prefer this one. I'd say. I'm just super symmetrical. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I see. I kind of like just having like a decent turn in the way I sit. So it really accentuates my beard to the camera. Yeah. Don't rub it in. I'm missing yeah, mine. Yeah. yeah. Are you bringing it back or what's the plan there? I don't know. That's a good question. I think that um, it is a commitment. And I'm not good yes. at commitments, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, any girls, Josh knows uh, he's super good at commitments and stuff. And uh <laughs> Uh, man. Yeah. Again, another long and hard shirt. Not good at commitments. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it does take a little take bit a of time. Of that. I'm not texting. He's taking notes. You... I uh. Well, normally I have notes open on my computer, but I don't want to like lean into it and make a bunch of noise with this mm, thing now. So good point. No, I think that um, it takes a good. That was a six months, right? Well, especially because you started probably from more or less where you're I at I started right December now, right 24th. Yeah. Uh, but like in terms of length. Yes. Where it is. 26th. Sorry. Yeah. I shaved like the day after Christmas. Oh, yeah? Cause, like down to the wood or? Uh, like, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Like, like stubble, let's call it. I'll find you a picture, but I essentially look like uh, Johnny Depp from Blow because I'm doing the stupid. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what movie that is. Uh, he looks like a drug dealer and he's very skinny. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, yeah, so I started December 26th, and it would have gone till I would have shaved it, like, well, I, was, I got home, what, June 11th? I would have shaved it at least two weeks after that, so. Is that when you got home? Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. 
Dude, this year is fucking flying. Yeah, hey. It's, for one. Yeah, summer in August, like, just looking at it, I'm like, holy shit. I know, man. It's yeah, like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a weird feeling where, like, like, August, you know, it's in theory still summertime, but you're like, oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the caption is actually Johnny Depp in blow. What a douchebag am I? <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a few Snapchat saves of that photo. Oh, yeah. So, because I actually do look like a fucking yeah, douche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty short there for, uh, We'll uh, we'll add that to the show notes or something. That'll be our cover photo. <laughs> That'll be our cover photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn! Oh baby, yeah. But I no, mean... it's definitely a commitment. And then even were we talking about this on the show the other day, or was I just talking about this with you or someone? But uh, like for me, uh, I am sort of married to the beard look a little this bit. Was on the show the other day. Yeah, yeah. Because I've had it for about seven years. I want to say. Yeah more or less like varying lengths but yeah i also don't do because you have pretty consistent facial hair but your length disparity is quite a bit yeah where you'll shave it like quite short versus i'll just kind of trim it oh yeah sort of thing so it'll be like short for me sort yeah. of thing no like i i run the gambit like on a yearly basis i go from like pretty much fully shaved to like what i was yeah and Duck then Dynasty, back again back again and then, like, somewhere yeah. in between i don't yeah, know yeah. i just see commitments man <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah not good at commitments <laughs> coming soon yeah there was somebody when i was in montreal one of our buddies actually uh i was doing like an ask me anything and he was like who has a better beard you or thomas and i was like that's actually a really good question because we should probably like start from a baseline <laughs> and then go from there yeah yeah because it's like i don't know like we need to have like a, a starting line yeah where we could did you send that to me or did someone like, or did you post? I think you just posted the answer. Was it an Instagram thing? I think I posted the <laughs> yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, we'd have to start at the same point. It would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you would have to go pretty, well, I don't know. We would like get like a, a two or something, put it on the. Yeah. Do something where it's kind of objectively starting. At you want to hear something point. weird though? This is a 12. Right. But like. A 12 is not a 12, yeah, but it's also know. a 12. It's sort of mm-hmm. weird how it works. That's a you know? soundbite right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, because your your beard kind of, like, goes down and tucks into your face. So if you yeah. pull any given hair, like, straight out, you're like, holy fuck, this. <laughs> like, that's it's a lot true. longer that than you realize, too, right? Yeah, so, that's true. I agree. Yeah. It did take forever to get the, like, angle. Yeah, that's hard. it actually does need a lot of growth. It does, do yeah. And then for me, like, because you have to trim the, like, undercarriage <laughs> i guess like whatever you would call this and that's sort of tricky and to be honest i didn't touch it i just went to a barber see i actually because i've always done it myself yeah and i've fudged it up a few times but yeah. you know at least always trim it longer than you want it so if you screw up you have wiggle room sort yeah. of thing okay, right fair. but uh and actually i went i was talking to my uh, hairdresser recently where she she kind of mentioned something about it and then I'm like, oh, like, do you do beard trims? Because I know, like, the salon I go to is, uh, like, a, like men's focused, right? Sure. So they so they do offer yeah. uh, beard trims there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know if she did them specifically. Mm, gotcha. And then she's like, oh, yeah, of course I do. I'm like, are you good at it? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> right? But then <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe we could do that. Because she's like, yeah, you're pretty good at it. Like, yeah. 
you know, she's noticed, I guess, apparently. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not bad at it, like proficient, but it's gotten to a point where I keep it longer and I want it to look a certain way where I might just start investing, invest in myself. I've heard if you go like once a month, you're good. But, yeah, that's yeah. probably about what I that's what do I get, anyways. I was going to say that's so, what I usually do yeah. for a haircut anyway. Yeah, so. haircut slash beard trims anyways. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we're not going to do the whole Wall Street thing like last year or well, two years ago? What was the Wall Street thing? Where we had the long Oh, long hair? hair? Yeah. Um... When was that? Actually, no, I did that have was, long hair. That was. Oh yeah, last we did it. Actually, year. it was right around when we did Veritas. I want to say. Yeah. Because the funny thing, like, so when I went and started at Seller Invite, yeah, um, I went and got new headshots because I'm thought to myself, well, my hair doesn't really look like that anymore because <laughs> I had a really old one. Yeah. So I went and got new ones with and my fairly long hair, and then got a haircut a week later. <laughs> And I thought to myself, I'm like, that was so stupid. Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, to a point now where like, it's a good picture and I use it for a lot of my more professional photos. Yeah. But then I was looking at it the other day <laughs> and I'm like, just like, I don't look like this. Yeah. I'm like, my hair is way too long. <laughs> well, way longer than now in this. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That would have been a good selling feature for, for Veritas is the long hair, long beard boys. Mm-hmm. The like oh. really. Oh. Really wild man sea okay. dog look. I'm not shaving or cutting my hair for six months. You know. Book it. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm going to record that clip. Book it. Put it out there so it's on the internet. Yeah, next week. Forever. Fresh fade. <laughs> As a fade. <laughs> Clean shaven. You know, I don't really like beards anymore. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've actually thought about going totally like balls to the wall in terms of okay. growing it out. Yeah. But. I kind of hit a point of critical mass where, like, I touch it and play with it too much. Mm. And for our uh, video viewers, you may notice that as a special Easter egg. Depending, it depends on the day and who we're talking to and what, right. how much I'm involved in the conversation versus listening. Sure, but I I do touch it quite a lot. And then as it gets longer, I I do it too much to a point where it annoys me mm. how much I do it. And then I'm like, okay, I need to trim this. So it it got to a point of like unmanagement, right? So mm-hmm. it's like this second head of hair <laughs> that you have to fucking take care of. Yeah. Well, you have to blow dry it, comb it, oil it, blow dry it. Yeah, dude, I was blow drying it. That was like an additional 10 minutes in the bathroom. You in know, the morning. that's not a bad idea, but I, you know, I, I just let it air dry, but maybe that's a good idea. I noticed actually recently on Facebook, I saw an ad for, um, it was a, beard straightener (laughs) i think i probably saw this too yeah well you're we're probably both in the target demographic well i mean two months ago yeah (laughs) but what it is is so it's like a one-piece straightener where it's only one side so it's like a comb but it has like heat on the back of it or whatever i saw this and you kind of comb it down and it actually like it looks like it makes a pretty big difference i don't i'd be worried about burning my face (laughs) i don't know and like (laughs) Well, do you have to straighten your hair anymore? Because you had you had the curliest fucking hair no, back in the day. No, I just kind of blow dry it huh. a certain way. It also like it. It also is. Um, I kind of embrace the curl of it ah. these days yeah, more. Yeah, because it's more like a wave when it's exactly. Short. Yeah, and then yeah, I would say it, it's not quite as curly as it used we to. We sound be. So like we care too much about our appearance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah. For me, well, speaking of growing out my beard, like, because my beard has a little bit of curl to it. Yeah. So 
as I grew it out and it started to curl a little bit more, but I would like straighten my hair, I'd be like, well, I'm probably not fooling anyone. (laughs) 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 Oh boy. Yeah, yep. we'll bring the ZZ Top back. ZZ Top, yeah. ZZ ZZ Top. Top, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was I looking at? So I was watching, uh, did you ever see Dollar Beard Club back yes. in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're still, I think they're just called The Beard Club now. Could be. But uh, the founder of it, Chris Stoikos or whatever his name is, because he was like, he had a real wild man look going on for a while in terms of like a super long beard and super long hair. Okay. But I don't know, is that, like it actually looked good on him. Like some guys can pull it off. I just think that like I I look so different that I could go commit a crime and shave everything and nobody would know. <laughs> Seriously, like I look yeah. so different. Yeah. Um and then you just have to space out your crimes by about 6 to 8 months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like why do they keep hitting the fucking bank every June and December? <laughs> yeah, and it's the scraggly looking guy but we can't find him anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's also very, well, even for me, I kind of forget how long it is in a way Mm. until I like either see a picture of me with friends or like we're like, let's say in a bathroom together and we're in the mirror next to each other or whatever. Oh, you're taking those kind of photos, hey? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Check my uh, dating profiles. It's all mirror selfies. (laughs) Girlsofprivé.com. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have boys of privé I've in the men's room? I've, I've never, never been there. I've never been there. Yeah. You've never been there? No. Okay. Uh, well, then. No. Interesting. Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> but if they don't have a, I get boys of privé, men of privé. I don't know. They're going to get a letter if they don't. <laughs> Anyways. Reverse uh, discrimination. Lo- looking in. <laughs> but you know sit, kind of realizing next to like a clean shaven friend yes i know uh, exactly what you know, you're talking it, about i'll kind of think to myself like holy shit like i do have quite a bit of beard but i forget about it like it's just part of my face there's right? a picture of me and dylan from the first time i grew up my beard ever which would have been 2015 or whatever and we're mm-hmm. at the ranch r.i.p <laughs> r.i.p <laughs> R.I.P. The Ranch, new new long and hard t-shirt. Are we going to do that this whole podcast? <laughs> Quit saying funny things. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking help it. <laughs> no, but like the contrast was very stark, right? Yes. And I look at that photo, I'm like, wow, my beard is really long, but it's it's nothing compared to what I had what, grown up What it was to. for a bit yeah. there. Yeah. Even yours was to a point where I was looking at it and was like, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I actually have that photo. Fo- I'm going to put that on our podcast photo. Oh, yeah. Or, or like our, our our story on Instagram where it's you and me like the day after I got back from Montreal in the car. I'm going to find it for you here. Oh, yeah. That's a funny one. That's a good photo. And it's just like, I think you tagged it like coming to steal your girl or something. Uh, I think I said lock your doors. Yeah. Edmonton or something along those lines. He's back. But it was more, yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was a He's general back. reference that we were back together. We should put a clip of. Uh, Fuck, why can't I find it? Did oh, you there ever it watch is. Harry Potter? Do I watch Harry Potter? Did you ever? Like, which episodes are we talking about? Uh, it probably would have been episode. Oh, yeah, check that out. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Yeah. I didn't watch all the, like, the new ones. Yours is, uh, actually, yeah, yours is longer than mine, but mine is a little trimmed in this one, too. I want to say I would I would have watched like the first five. Oh, okay. Four or five. Well, there's one scene where one of the characters who was in denial that Voldemort was back sees him, and then he vanishes or whatever, and then he's just like, he's back. So, I don't know. I thought of that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have got it. I don't know if too many people yeah. would have got it, but... Harry Potter fans out there, they're with me. At least you would have got it. You watch like zero movies, hey? That is a thing. There hasn't... I think we've had conversation with friend groups before, but there has not been a movie in the last four or five years that I've been like, I need to see this, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, uh, even though they're all terrible, the new Star Wars, yeah. we always go see them every year, like as a family, because we just sure. always do that. Yeah. So, I don't know, kind of a cute thing Haven't seen any yeah. of them. They, You're not missing much. I've been told, and I've been told by Star Wars fans that I'm not oh, yeah. missing much. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I would consider myself like a pretty decent fan, especially growing up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of our... <laughs> uh, and, yeah, they are not good. But I'll probably see the ninth one just because we always see them. But it's probably going to be Vote with your cash, bad. bro. Vote with your cash. That's what you got to do is vote with your vote cash. Vote with your cash, eh? Yeah. I, I don't know. The superhero hero movies don't, don't do it don't, for you. Don't do it for me. Um, I'm just really trying to think. Last movie that I really enjoyed, Fury, Brad Pitt. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. That's also from like I want to say 2012 or something like that. 13 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that good was movie a, actually. Yeah. Solid movie. I went and saw John Wick three. We in, were talking about that the other theaters. day. Oh man, man, Keanu, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I mean, everyone just loves him so much, but those movies are like. They're doing more of these. They're yeah, what, well, slated for six or seven. But that's where I'm, that's where I'm coming from. Is like. You have this good idea. Run with it. But then when it stops being a good idea, stop running with it. No, seriously, though. Like, the first one, good movie. Second one, eh, arguably not bad. Third one, come on. And it's just, but they, they're like, we have seven. We have seven of these. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Just the cash cow, I suppose. That's what it is. So, But that's the thing, man. And it's like, let it live. Well, it's living, but don't beat it to death and then bury it and then dig it up and beat it to death again. Yeah. Seven years later for yes. another sequel. A hundred percent, dude. To get the kids that are older now. And I'm not Looking going to you Toy Story 4. I'm not going to rant here, but that's my thing is that I just, that's why I can't watch any of this shit. You're doing the Avengers like 12 or whatever. Come on. I don't mind those. I don't know. They've definitely figured out, because superhero movies were always terrible growing up. Okay. And they've sort of figured out the formula that makes them at least tolerable movies. Ooh, I'm a contrarian here, because I actually kind of like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. All right, we all know Josh's taste in film now. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Those were, at the time I enjoyed them, just because, I don't know, you're a kid and you're like, yeah, Spider Man. That's probably it. Because <laughs> I now have when you watch them, and when I'm you like, rewatched them, you're like, ugh. <laughs> but the same thing with like the first three Star Warses. You know, like not the ones from the '80s, but the ones that were oh, the three uh, when we one, were two, kids. Three. Yeah. yeah, like Phantom Menace, blah yep, blah blah. Yep. Those three are fucking terrible. 
Oh yeah, Fucking but at the terrible. time you're like, hundred yes, percent Star Wars. Which is the action, yeah. right? You yeah. get enthralled oh, in the exactly. action, yeah. But you don't. Now I look into storylines, right? And oh, when yeah. you're looking at the storyline and the and the conversation and the dialogue, you're like, yeah. this is lacking. Actually, one movie where that's a common critique is uh, the Dark Knight Rises, the third Batman. Okay. And I actually yeah. really love that series. But is that the one with, with Bane? Bane? And everyone liked that one and thought it was cool. But then if you I read it online, it. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Uh, there's all these plot holes. And then when you go back and rewatch it, you're like, yeah, this storyline makes a lot of jumps, really. <laughs> one thing that I'm seeing a lot more in movies as of recent is everybody has ADD, right? So they're very much trying to move things along as quickly as possible in the movies. So. I was watching uh, that Tom Cruise movie where he's a drug smuggler. I don't even know the title. Oh, of it. yeah. I know what you're you talking about. I don't about? know the title. A couple years ago. Yeah. And I was watching it with my ex-girlfriend at the time. That's supposed to be a good one, though. It was not bad, but they moved the story along so quickly, there was no buildup. I also would say that's the shackles of movies because, what, a two-hour movie is quite long, so it's not like a book where you can right, I get spend it. or I get a it. TV series. And Give that's per- me- perhaps what I'm more... Give me Lord of the Rings. John, too. Oh, yeah. Trilogy. Uncut four and a half hour editions for all three of them. Ooh. Speaking of long movies, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> I went to see that the other night. Okay. And then me and my buddy, we sit down. We're like, shit, how long is this movie even? And then he Googles it, and he's like, what the hell did you get me into? Because it's two hours and 45 minutes. Ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> for like 2019, it's a pretty long movie. Yeah, especially so. to kind of sit in a theater. Yeah. I don't know. You got to piss at least three times in that movie. Yes. Because I know how much water you drink and how much water I drink. Oh, yeah. So. But it was like, I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't see it in theaters. Where's here? No, I knocked I knocked it down. God damn it. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, he's got it. There we go. <laughs> Can't really move the mics while we're recording, so we're kind of trapped in these chairs. So I can just do that. That probably made a huge sound. Or just sounded really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, two hours and 45 minutes. It's, I enjoyed it, but it's like a Tarantino movie where speaking of really building and doing character development and plot stuff. Yeah. It really does that to a point. A lot of people complain about it being slow. Django Unchained. Yeah. Django was the same. Yes. In many ways. You know what? Uh, No, but Django had, Django did have action throughout, right? Yeah. Uh, It's more like Hateful Eight where it's like a lot of premise and building and slow conversation and okay. then just chaos at the end sort of yeah. thing yeah so my my roommate in uh montreal is big in a movie so yeah we did watch a few but most of them are like older movies we're watching like old james bond and mm. like uh like steve mcqueen movies and stuff. yeah exactly yeah. like i can get those are actually good i, I good love films. that shit man throw it in the background you, you almost enjoy there's like a simplicity to them because 100%. they were limited by the technology of their time. That's the story has yeah. to shine through, yeah, right? Exactly. Versus so, visual effects, I suppose. Yeah, we were watching like Das Boot. Oh, I've ever seen Das Boot. No, it's no. like a four-hour movie about submarine wars. And it's actually taken <laughs> from like the Nazis' perspective. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, it was a movie that I started watching on a Sunday afternoon and couldn't get into. Was it's called Behind Enemy Lines. And it's about uh, Russia towards the end of the Third World War, or Third World War, <laughs> foreshadowing, Second Horrible. World War. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Book it. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. Um, Anyway. But it's a British film, so all the actors are British. Okay. So they're playing Russians, but they're speaking English because it's going to be an English-speaking audience watching it. Yeah. But they have British accents, but they're supposed to be Russians. That's kind of like, have you ever seen The Hunt for Red October? Yeah. Sean Connery, who is clearly a British dude (laughs) playing a Russian guy. But is he speaking how Sean Connery speaks. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then the, his castmates have like pretend Russian accents and he's just being Sean They Connery. don't even try to fake it. It's actually See, pretty funny. I'm trying to, because if you think about it, uh, there's lots of North American movies where uh, if it was historically accurate, they wouldn't be speaking English, but they're speaking English with a North, North American accent. Right. right, yeah. But then it's just when it's a British film, I was just so caught up on it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I could. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, oh, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. All right, we got to. Oh, we timed that perfectly. All right, quick break. Um, and uh, would you stop saying the N word? Okay, anyways, welcome back. <laughs> so, we were just talking about uh, Josh's uh, solo podcast. <laughs> Yeah, because you were going to make me carry the podcast by myself there for a minute. <laughs> did, did you like that one? That was I full-on stole that joke from Two Bears, One Cave, Tom Segura, Bert Kreischer. That's Shout out, got to give credit where credit's <laughs> due. But, That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, anyways, but most recent yeah, episode. Yeah, so you had uh, Brayden on, and yeah. then I was listening. So I actually enjoy your show, and the content is really good, and you're on to something good, and you it ties into your personal brand well mm. and the more i've thought about it and personal brand and stuff is you actually have a very interesting take uh just with your story mm. what you're doing with it now etc and can right. kind of build on that right yeah not well, to monetize yourself but monetize yourself right? yeah so but i would also say listening to that i'm like shit this your show is going to be slightly heavier listening in oh, a lot yeah. of ways like the shit well you... like i come i come into the basement here yeah. and you see fun josh yeah right? yeah like, yeah you don't see and invictus is not that at no all. exactly yeah. and yeah. that's makes it really good and there's obviously a lot of positive that comes out of it because you're talking about to these people on the other side right and yourself as well yep but you know i i was kind of just listening to it and yeah uh yeah it was really interesting but i'm like all right i just need a little break <laughs> break and switched over to something else so yeah <laughs> Heavy listening. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's good. It's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of how I would talk to somebody that needs the advice in that time, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and the conversation I had with Braden was, dude, I, I didn't really talk at all that entire episode. It was him telling his story. That like, I noticed. He's too. actually, like, very, very, really good at it. Like, yeah, he can yeah. just go for miles on it. And I was like, keep going, man. Like, Absolutely. just keep talking. So, what uh, did you really know him before much? I mean, I think I've like in passing. Yeah, thing. like I've I've had minor conversations with oh, him, okay. but not to that so end. How did you know he got injured? Did you just have each other on social media? Well, here's the thing: is it? I'm not even really into social media, so I didn't see what happened. And I actually went for coffee with a mutual friend of ours. Yep, Victor. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he told me what happened. I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Yeah, wow, that's a wild story. So I was like, "Well." Shit. <laughs> Shit. Do you have another guest lined up? 
Uh, no, what I've been doing is, uh, last week I did a reading of the first like introductory chapter of the book that I'm writing. Yep. And then this week I'm probably going to do chapter one if it's ready to go. Nice. Yeah. So it's like I'm recording <laughs> the audiobook as, as podcast you go. episodes. Nice. Yeah. See, that's smart. And then you can just paste it all together, I guess, right? I don't really plan on selling it. I yeah. just plan on kind of giving it out there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I haven't listened to that. I'm curious to see where yeah. you go with that. That's interesting. Yeah. Writing a book is, I don't know, hard. <laughs> I like writing, though. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. my thing. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, we also come a little more from the 2012 to 2014 blogosphere or whatever, where blogging and so SEO true. and stuff yeah. was a big part of getting into any kind of, like, internet marketing entrepreneur sort of stuff. Now that you say that, yeah, that's... Yeah. Which even, true. I feel like I... Because that sort of was my first foray into copywriting where I started learning about it. Right. So even though I don't write particularly often and probably should more, I do like to think I'm still a pretty decent writer now because of that. Yeah. Which is funny because in like, shout out Mrs. Thompson, but like Mrs. Thompson's grade nine language arts class, I hated that class. I always hated LA so much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like like English classes just couldn't stand it. Yeah. I must have been a girl in another life cuz it was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No offense to girls or men who like to write, but that was it was my thing. So, certainly. And I even took a copywriting job when I was in Montreal just for a a guy that I knew through a forum and wrote a couple articles for him and the last one I wrote I kind of like felt like I was getting into my like my jam. Yeah. And I just sent it to him and he was like Bro, this is good. So, I'll and just you, send you that just article. stopped it. I just don't have time to do it anymore. So, yeah, that's it. So, for me, what I want to do is write some better stuff for my listing presentation and also just have a better guide uh, for when I'm working with buyer clients. Because yep. what I've been trying to work on doing is writing down just really explaining the process because I always think back to. Remember the Pitch Anything book mm-hmm. I've talked to you about? So it's always about, for me, remembering that high-level complex concepts I know in and out very well, especially for real estate. This is a really good point, yeah. But my client does not, right? right. So when I'm articulating things to them, you know, I can't uh, – I have to remember they don't have the underlying knowledge, right? Try and explain technology. Yeah, to somebody. So, yeah, something like that yeah. where uh let me think of a good example. So like real estate specific? Or? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something here. So well, I'm just thinking like even the whole listing presentation like mm-hmm. people do it once every 4 to 20 years, right? It's yeah, not, it's yeah, not a very yeah, yeah, exactly, thing. exactly. Yeah. So even if the last time they did it was 1997 mm-hmm. shit's changed since then right? yes yes so yeah that's exactly it and then also not me just saying the words but having it like written down so okay. a just for my time efficiency mm-hmm. like i can give it to them they can refer to it at any time it's yeah. very thorough yeah you can read as much or as little of it as you want yeah right um just where, especially when maybe there's a hiccup or I have to explain part of 
the process or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like let's uh, here's a good example I just thought of uh, deposits, right? So I had a you know how you do an initial deposit on a purchase, right? Yeah. So you put down some money, uh, the listing brokerage holds it, um, it, and then if your deal goes firm, the listing brokerage just holds it until closing date, right? Right. right. And what that deposit is is a credit to your down payment. It's part of your down payment, mm-hmm. right? And I uh, I didn't explain that to someone, and it's not like it was an issue, but it was just something where I didn't really explain that part to them, and then they were sort of confused after that, or they're like, "Oh, when do we get our deposit back?" Because a lot of times oh, the deposits okay, just like yeah. hang on to this form, yeah, right, yeah. But in actuality, that money goes towards your down payment. Exactly. So if you're buying a home, the down payment's fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. At five percent down, yeah. and you give a five thousand dollar deposit. Yeah. You only have to pay ten. Ten thousand dollars. Quick math. Yeah. Quick math. Quick math. Quick math. Yeah. I, sorry, I thought I turned my phone off here. Oh, good. Yeah, that's that is the thing, though. Hundred <laughs> percent. Right. So, so that's one thing I always, excuse me, am thinking about. Yeah. But even going and back, I want to improve it too, yeah. right? So. But even going back to like the 2012, 2014 blogosphere or whatever, now copywriting is all what we're doing. Talking. This is copywriting now. This is copy talking. Yeah. You know, hmm. and what you can actually, I think, because copywriting is essentially trying to evoke emotion through text. Yes. But that's a lot more difficult now because do people want to read or do they want to be entertained, right? That's exactly it. So it's much better to be able to have this ability to talk and evoke emotion through that as opposed to writing it. That's exactly it. And then for me, one thing now, uh, one thing I've, kind of been thinking about and just never got around to doing or didn't know how I would approach it was doing a really good so uh, let's call it a sales video to call a spade a spade it was on uh, because I have a landing page obviously for my website right yep and but right now it's all text and it does generate good leads etc but the video will just be that much better of I can sell face-to-face at scale Right. And sure. for a long time, I just wasn't comfortable in front of a camera. Right. Um, and even this will be a further step. Right. Because it'll be me more talking directly into it, sort yep. of thing. Yeah. But just in 2019, I, I think you really need to do that. And then also, you're kind of pre selling the client in any given thing with video where they'll feel like they know you when you meet them. Because you're conveying, That's thing. you're yeah, conveying 100%. your personality, yeah, and then you can explain the process further, and so on and so forth, right? Right. So, so, and I've experienced that personally, where someone I see a lot on social, particularly in video format, and then I talk to them in person, I feel like I I know them really well, right? Right. You know what's fucking terrible though, is when they're not the same people. <laughs> yeah, I guess right. <laughs> Don't meet your hero. Who's that? <laughs> Well, I, I'm sure it happens, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you ever talk to a girl who's like, man, you're the exact same on text as you are in person. I'm like, people aren't? And she's like, <laughs> I've had this multiple times. And Interesting. Like, no, and they'll be like, no, like a guy will be like super, you know, confident over text and then we'll go have coffee and be staring at her shoes all day. Yeah. But, 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 but. <laughs> I was like, that's actually a thing? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. You never heard that before? Maybe. I don't know. I hear that all the time. And it's it's pretty funny because I'm like, I'm the same fucking person. 
I like to think I'm actually even better at conversating in person because mm. text you lose a lot of tonality and writing yes yeah copywriting yeah for sure for sure <laughs> i also get like a little tired of my phone sometimes where yeah because i have clients emailing and texting me seven days a week all hours of the day mm-hmm. it's not constant but it it's every day yeah and it's not at set times or whatever and the, there's kind of the underlying expectation to a degree that you reply within certain times granted i'm getting better at defining that right mm. but um so there's kind of days where i'm like I'd love to go re- reply to my messages on whatever dating apps I might be on, but I'm like, I- I'm tired of this, dude. <laughs> Especially when it's like, you have to like put some thought into what you're saying or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure we're going to have a deep conversation about that with our next guests. Oh, yeah. That, that, that could be interesting for sure. I'm actually looking forward to this episode. So I just want to see like the perspective from the female side. See, that's well. what I'm really interested to hear as well. Because we've gotten a little snippet of that with our conversations with them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, preview of next episode. I'm raising my <laughs> eyebrows right now. You probably can't tell because I'm wearing a hat. But, man, why is the fucking monitor doing that? Oh, it's still recording. Anyways, <laughs> um, it's flashing or some shit, but who cares? So, you good? Bro? I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Uh, no, it's interesting to hear female perspective on that for sure um and i was actually listening to another new show in edmonton that's uh two chicks and they were sort of talking about i was gonna this. bring this up yeah the guys in edmonton got they gotta step their game up because i see a lot of these girls yeah they're starting podcasts and there's not too many dudes yeah there. there's only a, there's only a couple yeah right yeah. um and i would even say uh you know lock me up and call me a misogynistic or whatever. But there is a certain feminine touch that s- succeeds on social media, right? In terms of uh, yeah, the creative agree. creativity associated with it. I would say that social media in general is there's a feminine undertone to it in general. In a way. Yeah. Um, or things you would traditionally associate with feminine, right? But also, okay. I think the art and creative aspect of it, like, that generally girls will be more inclined towards that. That's true. Right? Yeah. And that's just from our perspective, too. But it's right? also social, right? So yeah. women in general are just better at social better things. Better social. Oh, absolutely, right? Versus, yeah. and that's even from our perspective of being the personality types we are, Yeah. where something like social, I have to put a lot of thought and effort oh, and God. be conscious about it. And you're the same, too. And we had a yeah. good chat about, with Eric about this, too. I think so. we're both, like, introverts. Like if you really get down to it, I I would say yes. Yeah. Like an extroverted introvert, where you like force yourself into it. But, but that is what an introvert is. Like you, it doesn't mean you can't go out into public and have conversations. It's just that the energy that it takes to do that is yes. like you don't get your energy from going out and yes. talking to people. I'm. It's interesting to me that you say that because I wouldn't have thought that of you. But I've I've know that of myself. I actually like. I think I've shifted. Oh really? That or I was just very good at faking it. <laughs> Yeah, per, maybe, maybe. So, yeah. yeah, see, for me, um, how do I put this? Yeah, and this even ties into the not wanting to text other people after a long day or whatever. Yeah. Is It is quite draining or it, it just, it. how do I say this without sounding soft or whatever? But it is, you don't gain energy from going out and talking to new people, right? 
So depends on the people. That's it, the thing. It, it it is more likely to expend energy versus create energy. Right. I'm looking to a degree. To a degree. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very fine line. But yeah. where I'm going with this is, you know, on a given week where like if I have a ton of listing appointments, mm. right? Like four, five, six, whatever. Sure. Right? No big deal. Uh and then that Saturday night I'll be more inclined to like stay in because I'm just like, you know, like I, I'm a little yeah socialed out. Sure. You know? Yeah. To a degree. It depends on who I'm meeting with. Yeah. Like if if I go out and I'm having like this really cool conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. man, I'll go like I'll have that energy and I'll take it and I'll go into another interaction and mm-hmm. keep going. Because it's a snowball effect. See, that that's very true too, where you have to because my natural inclination, there's actually a Jerry Seinfeld bit, and I think it's from a Seinfeld episode where he's like, uh, what's the context is someone is like, so do you hope this guy cancels tomorrow? And he's like, I hope every guy cancels every meeting I'm supposed to go to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for me, you know, when, when a listing presentation is coming up or whatever, and there's like some days where you're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Right? But then, you know, if you just force yourself to go, a lot of the times it's a really pleasant interaction. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Like, yeah. especially for me where I'm frankly pretty good at listing presentations. Yep. I have a good company. I'm good at what I do. Usually they, they go pretty well, statistically speaking. Mm. When I come out of it, I'll, f- I'll actually feel like really good, really energized right. and then kind of think, oh, well, like I'm really glad I did this. And then sure. next time I'm having those feelings of not wanting to do something, just think, I think to myself, well, how great will you feel after this, especially if it goes well? Oh, 100%. Uh, and remember that, and then you can usually get yourself into those situations. So, yeah, for me, it's just based on like the type of person that I'm meeting with. Cause mm-hmm. if they have a good energy about them, I, I take out of it and I just, I feel, I do feel more energized, but then there's obviously people that you meet with and that are just, you know, energy sucks, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, people like that. And it's just yeah. like, but that is what it is. Right. Like, yeah. And I try to very much keep that person at arm's length as much as possible uh-huh. because I know what it does to my energy. Yes. So that's very true. Uh, I mean, the, and that's where I kind of take perhaps an overly positive spin on it, where if I lose a listing uh, or someone lists with someone else or whatever, yeah. very often it's not. Every now and then, it's like, hey, you know what? We were referred to another great agent who knows so-and-so or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. You know what? Fine. Right? Now I have time to go focus on other clients. It's mm-hmm. the positive spin. But then a lot of the times when it's people, like it's end of the day, someone I don't want to work with. Like they're being super difficult. And then I there was one recently where, uh, you know, we were pretty much ready to go. I thought it was going to be good. Nice home, solid price point. And then all of these issues came up when we were trying to, get the property actually listed not with the home itself but with the yeah interaction with the transaction whatever you want to say sure to a point where i was trying to corral it and then i'm like man like what the what the hell do i even care like this is yeah. a huge energy suck right yeah. this is probably isn't someone i want to work with no so and then that's the thing about having abundance you know, too right yeah. is like having oh, the exactly and that's that's a whole different discussion that yeah why i'm in that situation real estate career rise right but it is yeah. abundance for sure and then, you know, it was one where she said, she's like, sorry to be an inconvenience, but blah, 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 blah. I'm like, <laughs> you're a huge fucking inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it didn't end up being a client, right? So, which is perhaps good. So I would say to realtors and other 
uh, customer service based professionals out there, like usually if someone goes with someone else or whatever, it's more often than not a good thing. Sometimes you have to fire your clients. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, I think we both experienced that. So I can think of one in particular between the two of us that I know of. So. Yeah. I mean, I've only really had one. Uh, sorry, that's a lie. I've had two nightmare, truly nightmare clients. Mm-hmm. And the first one was one where if someone behaved like that, it like we should have known. We're probably thinking the same person. Uh, where from the early parts of the interaction, we probably should have known it was going to go that way. Was it in the northern hemisphere of Edmonton? Northeast. Whoa, you're going to go to the quadrants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, geez. I know exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, it was one where uh, probably should have known ahead of time that that would have happened. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, the way, you know, he interacted with me halfway through. Like, if that happened again, I just wouldn't tolerate it, right? And yeah. basically say, you're fired. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then the second one was actually, it's interesting because it was a very similar personality type. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> just the very similar personality type and in retrospect it was one where there were some incidences beforehand where it's like i mean hindsight's always twenty twenty, but probably should have just been like you know what you don't want to do this you don't want to do this it's cool man i got i got other things to do yeah tiger doesn't really change his stripes right so when you when somebody shows you their true colors it's pretty you know yeah i suppose hey but i mean as a as a person that's just getting into any sort of customer facing or customer centric mm-hmm. industry. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. You're going to put up with it for the first little bit. Well, right? you, you have to, right? Like you can't be picky and choosy and you just need to learn anyways. Yeah. Right. Where, well, I mean, it's a learning experience in and of itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the, there's no way you know how to handle every, I still learn. I still have certain hiccups come up where I'm like, Oh wow. Like I, I haven't really had this before. Like, yeah. How excuse me? What's a better way to deal with this next time? How could I prepared for this? And for me, real like, I think the best thing you can do in any sort of customer relationship is it's all about setting expectations at the start, right? Mm. Like just very clearly laying out parameters. Yeah. Of specific to me, what I do, what I don't do, when you can reach me, how to reach me, the best ways to reach me, uh, and then even being straight up with people like. Hey, you know, I, I need to prioritize my day. I have people, like I just said, messaging me at all hours of the day, asking for all sorts of things. And mm-hmm. then there's offers on the go. Uh, I have to stay organized. So here's how I do it. You kind of need to work within these very reasonable parameters, right? So Yeah, 100%. But anyways. So I believe we started that tangent on talking about other Edmonton podcasts. <laughs> Somehow went that way. Probably. But anyway, (laughs) uh, men of Yeg, step up your podcast game. Yeah, And uh, ladies of Yeg, I don't know. We like what we're seeing. Keep going. (laughs) uh, And we need more collaborations because, and that nice guest of the year belt is going to be ready pretty soon. So, Yes. I also think after this week, we're probably going to go back to once a week, I think, for the interim. Yeah, once a week is for the editing stuff. Is Yeah, that well, gets... for editing and then for all uh, for the social aspect of it, mm. of what we want to do with each episode. It's a little too much, but 
what I have started doing is actually giving guests the link to the drive to their clips. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you can share these. Yes. And that's good. I also up. think uh, one thing I'm going to do with uh, one of our upcoming guests is like, hey, if there's any, you know, we'll kind of, we always go through, pick out some good nuggets and want to share our own content and blah, blah, blah. Yep. But if there's anything you specifically want us to share or make for you, you know, let let me know. And then that kind of, because we do have to listen to our own episodes and kind of like pick the times that we said funny or cool stuff or whatever, right? This is so, the only podcast I listen to, so. Yeah. No, nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's good. I mean, I think we were, it was good to be ambitious on the guest thing, but I think we got a little too ahead of schedule where we, we want to get stuff out. Also, I, the thought that, the, that crossed my mind was I wanted to get a lot of those guys episodes out just so we can have them back again too right oh yeah like get that content out kind of get it out there uh let them think about it chew on it whatever and then all the more reason like it's not a one and done thing right yeah in theory the next one will be better and the third one and so on right yeah because then there's comfort built around it and whatever i think so especially where one of us knows the guest better than the other sort of situation yeah fair enough where even so, no, it was pretty fun. I don't know. I got I got a lot out of that. I enjoyed it. By the time you hear this, Eric's episode will have dropped, which is tomorrow for us right now. Tomorrow, yeah. That'll be a good one. And then we're uh nice little solo episode to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually been a while since we've done the, the three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. Well, and uh, five or six episodes within, within that. Yeah. If not more shit so that's kind of why i wanted to do it just because i think our podcasting abilities have increased a lot in that time and then i kind of wanted to talk to like exclusively you just for, for whatever reason yeah yeah exactly so i'm flattered <laughs> i mean that was the point of the show i guess right was uh you and me doing a show so <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah no i think that i got when you say that about the what you got out of the podcast i think that i yeah there's a lot of cool shit that was dropped in Victor's episode. Yep. Phil's episode. Yep. Eric's episode. Yep. Even Nathan's episode. Yep. And then and like Dylan was a lot of fun. Andrew yeah. was fun. Andrew was interesting. Yeah. And Sean. Like, oh, Sean. Sean's was fuck. Dude. It's been m- a while. We've had a, quite a few, hey? Seven? Is that right? <sighs> shit. Oh, big, uh, <laughs> going to be a big heavyweight battle for guest of the year. <laughs> yeah, man. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. No, like there was, uh, they were all great in their own ways Yeah, and I enjoyed it and I learned stuff. I learned also for like me, uh, just how I want to go about the show or like how I need to improve my own things that I bring to Fair the enough. podcast sort of thing. Fair enough. Where it's a good, good learning experience. I mean, we're at, this is episode 22, right that's 22 weeks right well not exactly but almost <laughs> yeah it's more like 19 or 20 yeah, i was gonna say 18 or 19 mm-hmm. weeks but yeah uh, but yeah and i also felt like no offense to our earlier guests but between phil victor and eric where we kind of got in a good groove we got just, into a stride yeah we got into a bit of a stride in yeah. terms of how to talk to guests, how to just conversate in general yeah. on this platform, yeah. how we run our show a little bit on the back end, if you will, right? Oh, yeah. So, Thanks for being our guinea pig 
Dylan and Andrew. Thanks, Dylan, Andrew, and Nathan, Sean, and Sean, yeah, and also Phil, Victor, and Eric as well. So yeah, shout out to all you guys. Yeah. So go watch all those episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all, those are good. They're all good, good interviews. So. What was interesting to me is on pretty much all of those, we especially a few people where they were more guys you knew. Mm-hmm. We did largely didn't really talk about what I thought we would. Okay. Yes. How so? Well. For, well, to name names, for Phil specifically, I thought we were going to be a lot more real estate focused. <laughs> we hardly talked and about that. we glossed over it. I yeah. don't know, right? I, so, think we do, like, I think we talked about it. For like two seconds. Maybe in the first 10 minutes of the yeah. podcast, we talked about it very yeah. briefly. And then after that, it was completely. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always known sort of secondhand that feels like a pretty intense guy. Which yeah. he approaches thing, which is very admirable. Yeah. But I, I never really had heard it quite firsthand like that and knowing mm. some of the stuff he does for like mind and body hacking morning routine nighttime routine yeah to where like again getting stuff out of this show afterwards i'm like holy fuck <laughs> like i thought i work hard sometimes and then you meet that dude and you're like man like but that's good like you need to be around people who remind you you're you need to kick your own ass right so 100 yeah. percent, yeah and then even uh well victor a i had no idea victor was an economist yeah right so that was a very interesting conversation which I enjoyed, but also uh, I could tell we were sort of walking on eggshells because the finer points of liberal libertarian philosophy is maybe a touchy subject. Yeah. And Victor also didn't really know me, right? So he didn't know how much he could yeah. comfortably get into that. Yeah. But now we sort of know for next time, right? So. Well, it was kind of funny because when he was going to come on the show, he was like, we can talk about anything, right? And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, 100%. Anything you say. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, what about you? What do you think? Yeah. Well, with Eric's episode too, which is dropping tomorrow, I mean, everything about how he started the company and all that. Um, I didn't realize that he had done that, the Yeg people or whatever. Oh, you didn't know that? Was I him? had no idea oh, that okay. he did that. Yeah. Um, you had seen that before, like organically? No, actually, I'd never seen it in general. Oh, okay. So okay. I went and checked it out and I was like, oh, shit, this is really cool. So, yeah, it was a really cool, it was a cool idea. Um, yeah. And I stumbled upon it. I don't even know how it was. A, it was something that when we first talked to him and did some marketing stuff for two percent, mm. he had done that more relatively recently. So I sort of found it in his feed or okay. something like that. So. Yeah. But they were also, I would say, ahead of the curve with that because now this like hashtag yag thing I always refer to it as has grown and become such an organism of its own right. that I think that would almost do better now granted yeah or it would do really well now but it was interesting because he said it grew to like ten thousand followers so quickly that was in a time where it was arguably easier to grow an instagram following mm. because everyone wasn't trying to grow an instagram following <laughs> so, yeah fair enough yeah. yeah i think that um that's a really good point about how it's getting a little bit more difficult to grow that following and i mean if you're good though, you're still going to be able to do it, you know, like you're really going to be able to get it out there. So, and if you have a really cool concept like that too, I think that regardless of what year you would have started it, you would have, he would have gained that following just because of it being a kind of unique, cool concept. But the, the point you make about the Yeg movement or whatever, yeah, yeah. I didn't really realize how. Oh, it's certainly a thing. Yeah. Right? So, I didn't really very realize much so. That. So. Um, 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And in the past, I would say few years, and now it's really picked up steam. But also uh, availability heuristic. Now I pay more attention to it too, so I'm just perhaps more aware of it. But well, when I think about social media, because I was on Instagram when it first started. Yeah. Uh, I had an ex girlfriend that like got me it and it was like showing me how to do it and all this shit and i didn't really like see what it could have been potential wise so Mm -hmm. i even like closed that account down and then restarted a new account probably i don't know two years ago or whatever so uh for your personal one personal one yeah yeah gotcha so i think i've had the same one the whole time yeah but i like never posted and even so i don't post enough i've i don't either Um, i think if you really want to get it going you need to post daily or like five days a week type of thing. That's probably probably it. That's for certainly sure. what I see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, which I'm at least trying to do with this show because there's more content. There's to more pull shit. from. Yeah. Right. Um. I. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It. It. It's something where. When, but this is also maybe just a lesson in general where once you start doing something, it becomes easier because you'll be like, oh, yeah. that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Which is, me getting in front of camera making a podcast, shamelessly posting my own stuff and not being afraid to post, Yeah. right? And even to that, to go back to a conversation with Eric uh, regarding just the taking away of likes of Instagram, Mm -hmm. like I at first didn't really, wasn't wild about it because I'm like, oh yeah, this and this and this and don't like change. But then I'm (laughs) like, you know what? Like for me, I I do, I can admit that I, when I think about it now, I'm like, well, if this gets... 30 likes or 100 or 300 people won't really know so why not just put out the content that i want to yeah fair enough that's a good point igtv still shows views though so oh yeah it does that's (laughs) true yeah i don't know i i think that um for me it's the the struggle is content this that's exactly it is like what the hell do i post yes and because I'm sort of exploring this for my personal slash real estate channel, which is a little more amalgamated, right? Yeah. Where I want to put some production value, let's call it, into the content. Mm -hmm. But if I do that, will it all be the same thing? And then I don't want to just have 800 photos of myself all the time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I can't get over the... Because there is a trend towards that. Yeah. But then you see it where it's almost taking a weird turn where people will post a lot of pictures of themselves. Yeah. But then the text will be like going on about whatever the hell. Yeah. Which is. But I think there's, there's a something psycholo- to that. There's a psychological thing in where you see a person's face or whatever. You're see drawn that? in. I would agree. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I would prefer posting like. Because when I was in Montreal, for example, I was taking yeah. photos of cool buildings. Yep. And that was shit that I was posting. And I really like doing that. I kind of like the photography thing. But when it comes to posting, like, my dumb face. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, man. You're pretty good at sucking your cheeks there. So, uh. (laughs) Well, to that I would say, because selfies to me are, like, cheesy and... Narcissistic? Lock me up. I don't... Men, if you want to succeed on social media and dating sites, do not take selfies. Get people to take pictures of you. Yeah. End of discussion. But preferably next to fast cars yeah. and piles of cash. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch uh Caddyshack? Yes. Speaking of classic movies. Yeah. <laughs> Where uh 
the where Chevy Chase brings the chick over to his house, and she's like, "Oh, uh, what are your? You have a what was it? It's like, oh, you have ski passes to Aspen. Never used them. There's an uncashed check for eighty thousand dollars here. Keep it because <laughs> he just has like all his like materials items laid out on his couch. But that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a good movie. Did you know that that movie apparently there was a so." nowadays uh, on a movie set, you have to be a lot more primmed and proper and stuff just with the amount of attention and mm. let's call it social climate without getting into it. Sure. But back when that movie was shot, you would, could party and drink and stuff all the time, right? So there was actually a bit of a problem with the Caddyshack set where they were down in Florida filming and it was just a huge party every day. <laughs> and like, As it should be. Yeah, and like no shit was getting done. People were like drunk on set all the time, constantly. And then like, you know, the heads from Universal in California, which was, you know, a million miles away back then. Yeah. Came down and like, what the fuck is going on? And yeah. I had to ring it back in sort of thing. No, there was, um, cause there was a fast and furious, uh, marathon. That's the word I was looking for on TV this weekend. Yep. And, uh, the f- first episode where it's, uh, Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson, Yep. There was an interview with Tyrese after the fact. He was like, yeah, we got along so well that it was really hard to get shit done. And there was way too many women in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was a pretty funny interview. But That's good. Yeah. That's good. What were we fucking talking about, though? Oh, Instagram uh, oh, selfies. Instagram selfies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the oh, content. And then content, what yeah. to put. Yeah. See, with this show, it's a lot. And that's almost where... I would say eliminate barriers for yourself, which we did with this because it's the the thought process is what the hell do I post? Well, we just recorded a two hour show. Yeah. There's got to be at least one thing I can take out of that. I suppose. Like and I, then, I and then we have cutting from our show and posting to personal feeds and stuff. Oh, exactly. Well, to, I did that already for one. And yeah. then uh, I actually have a new one that I did where it's a real estate story Yeah. Um, where I'm going to do both again. Okay. Just so. And then that gives, pardon me more stuff for my own channel, but yeah. also this one. Yeah. And then for the podcast, I was sort of thinking, um, cause we do, well, now we have the, the, uh, audio visual, whatever you want to call them, mm. like the, the wave, waveform videos. Yeah. And then we also have the actual video clips of this and then we can still do pictures. Right. So I suppose whether that's, which I've been doing of just pictures of us in the studio or if it's, um, a picture of just the guests, like a cool picture they send us to use. Yeah. Um, some pictures of us, like not in studio doing something else. There, there's a lot you can do with it. And I think it's kind of just starting. And this is also like something I'm still learning and pushing myself to do too. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, that's my struggle is what do I fucking post? Mm -hmm. So, Nowadays, if it sucks, no one really knows because you can't. If you get two likes, technically you have liked I know. by so and so and others. I know. Ah, I know. That's enough for me. Is that I know it sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, I was kidding. Do you have somewhere to be? No, I'm gonna go bust open the guitar and start oh, yeah. jamming. Start start rocking out. Yeah. Do I have a guitar down here? Oh, yeah, I have that. You have that, like, over. Yamaha piece of shit. Oh, yeah, that one's so out of tune. At least it does six strings. No, I tuned it. Oh, did you? I did. When? When Nathan was on or whatever. 
So. Oh, where the hell was I? I don't know. <laughs> Takes like a couple minutes to tune a guitar. <laughs> nah, I'm good at it. Anyways, yeah. I have that like tuna guitar tuna app. Oh yeah. It's like that was really good actually. Seventeen dollars I've ever spent on an app. Is it seventeen bucks? I think so. Oh fuck, I don't remember paying for it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, there it's actually go. pretty good. Nice. Yeah, that's. Uh, um, yeah, it's pretty useful, and it's so nice to like carry it with you everywhere, right? I've been trying to play like twenty minutes a day. Oh, really? Have you? Yeah, it's kind of like meditative. It. Uh, you definitely have to concentrate on it. Yeah, it's nice though. Like, if, it if really you're trying like, to learn something, if, yeah, you could sit there and strum random chords and watch TV. But I suppose. That's yeah, sort of dumb. I actually got to the point probably a year ago where I could actually improvise a little bit. Oh yeah, but. I've kind of, yeah, f- fucking stopped. So I try to play a little bit of drums every yeah. day. If you could pick one guitar, what would it be? Ooh, that's a tough question for those I people out there. Like, is the context me sitting around just playing it, or am I one a guitar rock star? forever? Am I at least in a local band where I play shows? Sure. What kind of music do I play? Uh, Anything between, I don't know, heavy shit <laughs> to not heavy shit. Um, I kind of like Telecasters. Okay. The one where it's kind of curved on the one side of the yep. fender. Yep. I, li- I think those are pretty slick yep. um, looking. A little more classic in country for that the sound it'll Kay. do. Yeah. Les Pauls are nice, but those are almost like a cliche in my books. So I, I, would, I would go like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a cliche. What you have. Exactly. <laughs> I would, if I really could, I would maybe go like a Thunderbird or something. Actually, that'd be pretty oh, okay. But that's meant to play standing up. It's hard to play those. Sitting, yeah. Just the shape of them. So like our bassist back in grade eight with the, that was a flying V with the flying V. Yeah. That was good. I actually tried to, Oh, f- remind me to, talk to you about our bassist after the show okay. but anyways um it, it's a it's a good thing but anyways um <laughs> okay. i actually tried to buy it off him a few years ago oh okay. when uh when i was living with some friends and uh i had the drums there and yeah. play guitar and yeah some of some of our other friends were musical so we would jam yeah i'm like fuck we need a bass so then i'm like ben <laughs> you still got that thing like i'll buy it off you yeah and he's like ah oh, shit i gave it to my cousin like a couple years ago or uh, whatever so, and i was like god damn it i would have loved to have that <laughs> yeah I think if I had to pick, it would be, um, yeah, like crazy. the, uh, like the Dave Grohl, like the semi hollow. Mm, those are nice. Like the those are a Gibson ES three three five or whatever. Gibson it's something Dog. like that. Yeah, there's actually a few variations of that. There one, is. I do yeah, believe. there's a smaller. I'd probably mm-hmm. pick the bigger one though. But yeah, I like I I like the semi hollow body that's not super thick because some of them get really thick. Yeah, and I I that would be kind of heavy. But too. I mean, you could play that without a app, and it would still sound half decent. Yeah. You could play that for a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Dave Grohl uses I mean, any given celebrity musician. Yeah. Chris Cornell. Yeah. Tom DeLong. Fucking. Tom DeLong. Tom, Tom DeLong. Yeah. Do you guys want to uh, ruin your childhood? Go watch Tom DeLong on Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? Yes, where he's like, dude, he's like super he's into aliens. so into aliens. Yeah. To point it, like. I get being sort of into it. Yeah. And being, you know, maybe watching the odd YouTube He's video. He's so for into fun. aliens, he owns a fucking company. But did you ever look it up? Yes. Their website may, like, it's. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's it makes so, no sense whatsoever. It's, 
so funny. To the Stars Academy? That is that, that's what I it is. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And you're like, okay, Academy, what are you going to teach me? But it's it's so strange. So I can kind of see why Hoppus can, and Barker were like, this guy's... No, it, it was actually the opposite. Really? Where he's like, no, man, I got to work on this alien shit. Like, I got to oh, quit. Jesus. Like, if you've ever listened to uh, Travis Barker uh, on Joe Rogan, which he actually has a really interesting oh, story, too. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, but he... Because Joe Rogan asked him about it. Because they were only a few months apart, the two episodes. Sure. And he's like, yeah, they... He's like, hey, man, like, you got to be really into... Like, he... Tom DeLonge quit the band, right? Right. Because he needed to pursue his alien stuff. And it was a very stuff. successful yeah. band at yeah. the time that he yeah. quit the band. And... Uh, but also, because they reunited with him, did they not? Yes. And then he left again. Yes. And this time it was like poor alien stuff. Done. Versus the first time they split up was just like overall differences. Yeah. Change of scenery, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, I didn't mind what he was doing with Angels and Airwaves, but... There's some good stuff in there, but... Yeah. I think Angel, which I think Angels and Airwaves is still a thing. They are still a thing. But they, I also think that's like a nod at the alien stuff. Could be. But anyway, Travis Barker was saying that like he would always be into it because Tom DeLonge, they just want to get like baked and like look at the stars or whatever. Travis is like, okay, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. And then he said on it the show that uh, Tom DeLonge called him like, moderately recently at the time of that recording i was like man i'm on the way to the white house and he's like yeah yeah you should as you should be man <laughs> like sort of <laughs> plays along with it but it's uh dude holy shit so you can either take the blue pill and still think blink 182 was the super cool band and all that stuff or take the red pill and realize how far the rabbit hill goes all right there's still a pretty cool band but Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I would go see them in concert for sure. I never did, actually. Yeah. I love them. Well, that was like, there's a thing going on now because of the fucking Fila shoes, the high-waisted jeans, the fucking 90s sunglasses, oh, uh, Aqua performing at fucking K-Days. And uh, what brand is it? <laughs> Champion. Yeah. Which Eric's just did a hoodie thing with. Yeah. And they look pretty cool, but it was also like... Back in the day, Champion was Sport Mart brand, yeah, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, which was the cheapo cheapo sport check. So if you were wearing Champion socks in like grade two, you'd be getting picked on. Like <laughs> uh, Kenny's poor. <laughs> <laughs> you so poor, Kenny. <laughs> Had to throw South Park reference, yeah. reference in. No, it's super true though. But the, that's the thing though is. All this shit is kind of, you know, it's cool again, right? Yeah, it's sort, it's very cyclical. So it's like, should I not have thrown my fucking shoes out from grade six? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my airwalks. Fuck, I had circas back in the oh, day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or uh, what was the, what was the sport check brand? Yeah, that that was airwalk. Airwalk was it? Yeah. Fuck. Remember, it was all about who had the coolest skate shoes in like elementary. Yes. Oh yeah. I had the coolest skate shoes, circus, bro. I had See, the I remember mixed shoelaces. I would do the one color on one oh, side, one color yeah. on the other. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, Airwalks. Okay. And some people would be like, "Those are fake." And I'm like, "No, it's what Tony Hawk uses." <laughs> 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 Tony Hawk had Birdhouse, actually. Oh yeah, yeah fucking guy what was the brand from edmonton oliver 
Maybe. The I one that uh, Ben Lodes was sponsored by when he... Olive. Yeah. Olive. Pretty sure it's Olive. Yeah. Anyways, I wonder if there's several. I wonder if, like... I could do a I know skateboarding. On a skateboard. Oh, yeah. That I could, I could, all I could do. Yeah. I actually could do a few tricks back in the day. I remember. You actually got into it a little bit. Yeah, I did. You got me into it. I was never, like... I went from the point of being able to do, like, a few tricks and stuff, but I never got to the point of being, like, pretty good, like, doing real grinds and stuff. Yeah, like going to the skate park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I actually got into it recently, about four or five years ago now. Okay. Uh, five, six years ago. Okay. Where me and a buddy, we would go to the Collingwood Skate Park yeah. and kind of, like, I actually learned how to ride the bowl and stuff, Ooh. which is fun. Nice. I couldn't quite get to a point of doing any stops on the... Uh, on the rail or anything yeah, yeah. you know he could do uh where you kind of put your board over and do like a little tap thing i can't think of the trick uh but i could I only do uh ki- i could only do like kick turns but it was still pretty fun yeah that's a good time yeah that was back in the day oh yeah now if you're a skateboarder people are like what the fuck are you doing yeah you unless you're one of the guys who stuck with it and then and now you're, you're like super famous and yeah. pro yeah i remember the one kid we went to junior high with that was fucking sick at skateboarding oh yeah yeah Props, R.I.P. R.I.P. I remember uh, in high school, there was this one kid in my shop class who was like kind of a weird dude, pretty quiet, super into metal because they always have metal shirts, like metal bands. Okay. And was always blaring his music. And he was also like, I want to say about two years older than everyone. So had failed once or twice or something. One or two years sure. older. Yeah. Very quiet, whatever talk to him as much as you would he was in my shop class where you know a small class whatever and then one day after school you know the one stairs on the north the north entrance that had stairs at fx okay he was there doing like sick tricks down them and like grinding the rail and doing like 360 like a 360 yeah. kickflip if or yeah. it's just called 360 flip but like yeah just doing insane tricks That's and I, insane. I walked out and i was like Oh my god, <laughs> that's actually insane! Yeah. I'm like, this guy's the coolest kid ever. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that's actually insane. Yeah, it was like to a point where it wasn't just like being fairly good. It was like, yeah, like damn, yeah, like sponsored type. Exactly, yeah, like exactly. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Fucking reminiscing. Oh yeah, on the G7 and eight days. Classic, classic. Hang on, let me. Uh... I have my notes here of what I wanted to mention. Okay, okay, so we introduced guest of the year. Yeah. More on that later. We'll get some deadlines out there. But uh, <laughs> you got something to look forward to, guests. And if you're some random person stumbling upon this show, we're always looking to collaborate, so don't be shy. Reach out. Yeah. Hit us in the DMs. Uh, I'm going to put the clip where we were talking about the sure mics into this episode, so don't worry if we got that. Okay. <laughs> uh oh i wanted to talk about sober october i mean you sober october so okay my thought with it is a i plan on doing sober october for one personally okay i don't know about you i okay. extend the invitation to you this is just like no drinking so here where are the rules here's my rules number one so first of all i did want to do it with um, where we got it here. So I kind of wanted to do it something where it's a bit of a challenge. I don't want to quite do the Joe Rogan thing where they do like a workout thing and it's tracked amongst them. Yeah. But because I don't have a fucking Garner. 
watch thing. Yeah, exactly. They had like a, it was like a band you would wear oh, like this. Jesus. I want to say. So I want to do it where it's kind of open invite to us, perhaps challenge some other podcast people or whatever, so we can kind of make it like a thing content okay. wise. Everything's content, right? Mm-hmm. And then also have it open invite to just friends, people who watch, people who care, who want to challenge themselves. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to think how we can make it some form of competition or also have something where everyone gets like a pizza party at the end or <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Like if, if you do it, you can come to this event or something like that. Okay. Where because And then it will just be a sort of a scout's honor sort of thing. Obviously, you and I could keep each other accountable or if we do it with whoever else, some yeah. friends or whatever, right? So... Here, so here's my sober October, and I will just leave it out there for. And are you gonna do it with me? Well, I have to hear what the fucking rules are. Okay, first. well, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the underlying premise is no drinking in October. No breathing. What? So I want to do, obviously, no alcohol for okay. the entire month from, twelve oh one a.m. Uh. On October first until, yeah. I, I actually, I would even say depending on what day of the week Halloween is on, yeah, you have to wait until like the morning of November first. Like you Ooh. can't go like twelve oh one, like go out on Halloween and just not drink till. Ooh. But okay, so that um, that could be fucking dangerous. What you're out on Halloween night, can't drink until twelve oh one. You're just like, oh, I'm so far behind, guys. Good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> almost. That better. was shots, not dicks. By the way, the motion was clearly shots. <laughs> uh, so I put exercise all thirty-one days, but by that I mean uh, weight training. Okay. Then for me, uh, I want to do thirty-one personal touches with past clients, so one per day. Mm-hmm. So, because you know, I do stuff to stay in touch with my clients, marketing-wise. Yeah, but. Uh, it's it's sort of personalized, but it is sort of a blanket thing where I send stuff out to everyone at once, right? Okay. Uh, where I'd want to do, like, kind of challenge myself, force myself to do, like, one a day, like, text, call, email, whatever, something where I kind of reach out to them directly and just say, hey, I know it's been a while. Hope you're doing well. Something mm. along those lines, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, but something like that where it's, like, something that challenges you but is a personal growth, business growth sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, where was I here? Exercise. Oh, um, part of the exercise was there's these certain core exercises I need to like do more of for this uh, injury recovery sort of thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But something like that where it's you should have no alcohol and then exercise every single day mm-hmm. and then some sort of critical task that perhaps is a challenge for you in a way or you don't do right now or you should be doing and do it every day. Gotcha. Whatever that may look like. That one's open-ended. Okay. So. Sure. All right. You're signed up. Sounds good. It's going to be like No Fat March or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something like that. Failed so. fucking 14 days in. Yeah. Both of us. 14 minutes in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so so that was mine. I, I'd like to do it. I think it's because it's kind of been become, if you're someone who's pretty into podcasts, You'll know it's a Joe Rogan thing, and I think that would be good. And I feel like people would be into it. And then I don't know if we make, like, a Facebook group or a big group chat or something of just, like, whoever the fuck's in it hmm. and try to, like, I'm sure send inspiration f- and I'm motivation. I'm sure f- fucking Phil will do it. 
I'm sure well, Phil has like Phil a, has like an eight month head start on it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Andrew would do it. Oh, I'm sure we could get a lot of our guests. I'm sure yeah. actually calling out uh our uh chick podcast friends who are will be actually we're seeing them on Friday, so they'll probably listen to this before then because you think they'll buy into that? See, that's where it's gonna be like a challenge. Like, uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge <laughs> I'm gonna challenge them, kind of call them out on that. So we'll uh, we'll see. Oh, I hope they're watching. Yeah. <laughs> so and then yeah, that's where I kind of want to extend it to people where, um, again, it might be more of a challenge per se. Right? Yeah. I was talking about a friend who's uh, quite for, into podcasts and stuff. I was just gonna say for me for drinking. Uh, see, that's easy for me. It's relatively easy. easy for you, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So we have to do something in addition to that. Oh, exactly. No man. And that's <laughs> yeah. <coughs> How do you think I have fun? So <laughs> do something on top of that as so it has to be no drinking fitness and then something I want something like more personal that like yeah. you need to do, right? Okay. Um whatever that might take the shape of. Now uh what was I saying? Oh yeah, so a buddy of mine, uh we were talking about sober October and stuff and then even I was before we even did the show or whatever I wanted to do it with like a group of friends and like put money in a pot or something like that. And then he was sort of talking about, you know, Oh, Halloween or not Halloween, but there's a couple concerts that month or something. Mm. He's like, Oh shit, that's going to be a tough month for it. And it's like, well now it's a challenge, right? Yeah, now you have to go to those concerts and you can't have a beer. You can't even have one. Yeah, it's like, you have to actually enjoy the music. You just have to sit there and listen. Right. Well, I mean, it would make you pick which concerts you're going to. I, I guess, suppose, right? right? Are you actually going to enjoy Versus it just something to do. Yeah. Granted, there's some pretty good concerts that he is going to where I was like, I heard the names and then I'm like, oh shit, I should look up when these are. And I saw they're in October. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to bother. <laughs> and on that note, we can you can now justify that with, um, you know, enjoying the rest of your summer sort of thing. And then... Sure. Uh, if uh oh fuck i have a tightener on this one i didn't even notice Dude, enjoy the rest so of your summer ADD. and then do it and then uh use that to fall back on and then talking to phil did we talk about the 100 day i think we like glossed gl- over it glossed over because yeah. he told us more about it afterwards but that got me thinking where i want to do called running start september where if you want to go expert mode basically do sober october in september oh, okay but if you need to go out and drink, because sometimes duty calls, you know, that's okay. But sort of like prepare for it, where I wanted to do it a longer term challenge. Um, and also kind of say, okay, well, if I'm sort of enjoying summer or whatever, despite our terrible weather, at least I can do that knowing that I'm going to be focused on these things, right? And part of that would be just because I feel like sharing my challenges. So for my September one is actually... Sign call September is what I'm calling it. Mm. And for those who don't know, a sign call is in real estate when someone contacts you direct to see your listing. So traditionally, they would drive past the sign, call you up, and say, oh, hey, Thomas, can I see your listing? Nowadays, it's more mostly an in- online inquiry. Yeah. But to the realtors out there, you know that sign calls are kind of a huge pain in the ass. Uh, they convert at a very low rate, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But there's a lot of potential for some great business there. Mm. So that's one where uh, I've kind of slacked on those uh or just over pre-qualified people to a point of where it's like yeah don't get someone else to show this to you because you're not qualified which is not wrong to do that just in case my clients are listening but um 
force really force myself to do that and see what kind of business I get out of that because gotcha. it's something I've never gone all in on or I'll do it here and there and kind of be like, Oh, that wasn't too bad. But then the next time it comes up, I'm like, Oh God damn it. Now I have to do this. Right? Yeah. That's so, fair enough. Yeah. So I'll let you chew on that and think about that one. So for what you want to do, I was the fucking weirdo that could actually go out to the bar sober. So I used to do that. Yeah. I still do that. Or I would even say I'm more okay with, just not going out now. And that's just, I think, a getting older maturity sort of thing. Wow. Personally. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What are we at for time here? Well, we're at about an hour and a half. That's probably, you want to call this the solo? Our, uh... The actual long and hard podcast? Yes. No guests? No guests. I like the guest thing. It kind of, like, allows you to expand your mind... Get oh, an exactly. additional perspective. Well, yeah, that was my thought with about it where I'm kind of fulfilling my own curiosity and whatnot mm-hmm. as well in my quest for knowledge and learning about people and stuff. Yeah, that's very and true. And wanting to have interesting conversations. Yeah. And having guests on is like, that just invites it. Yeah. It's also just fun. It's something to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also makes it more enjoyable for anyone who's curious about our show because they're not. You're not just sitting there listening to us. Yeah. As much as we think we're the greatest ever, know we're the greatest ever. We acknowledge you may want to sometimes, on occasion, maybe sometimes listen to other people talk. So sometimes, yeah, not very often. But no, yeah. no, that's okay. <laughs> One in ten episodes. All right, deal. <laughs> No, I, I think the guessing is probably like more the route I would want to go with it, to be honest. I think so. Yeah. But I don't want to go exclusively guests. No. I think it's more like the fighter kid style. Well, I, I, I think. I think they do too much solo, to be honest. That I would agree. Yeah. And I think I, that, actually, I think that, I've I, been thinking about that. Yeah. As we've sort of followed them a lot. Yeah. In our show modeling and whatnot. Yeah. And as I watch them more and more. The camera died, but I'm not going to get up. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, as we kind of follow a model, their show more and more, and I listen to them, I kind of think about it, and yeah, I do like the odd solo show, but if it's like three or four in a row, I'm like, nah. I don't really want to, li- as much as I enjoy those guys, like, yeah. I don't want to listen to them talk about the news or whatever yeah, every exactly. day, right? No, 100%. So, so I think that's a pretty fair assumption to make, so. Yeah. And, I mean, speaking of, there's this kind of podcast trend, well, why not all just collaborate together and try to make something that's interesting for yeah people, right rising tide raises yes. all boats i think it's all ships is the exact boats because we're fucking oh yeah we're in a rowboat no we're in rowboats right now we're not ships yet we're rowboats you know we're like small boats we're not ships yet we could get to a ship if we all work together hmm <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, anyways, but uh, should be some exciting guests coming up this next couple of weeks here. So it should be yeah. pretty. Actually, I'm looking forward to the one with. Uh, we got one going on Friday evening. Friday evening, dropping next week back to. We'll be, we'll be back yeah. to Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, starting whatever the hell that would be. The 21st, uh, we'll be dropping. Yeah. Regular. We'll probably do that for the rest of the year. I don't know if we'll do another two per week. We'll see. Until we get to the 12 podcasts of Christmas. More on that later.
<laughs> Peace out. Peace out. Where are you going, men? Just a reminder, please go like and subscribe on all of your respective podcasting listening platforms and give us a five-star review. If you can't do that, don't worry about it, but don't leave us a one-star review or I will find you. Also, you can find our respective podcasts, our solo gigs, our Jack Whites, away from the uh, White Stripes. You can find the Invictus Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, all of your podcasting platforms, as well as the Millennial Homeowner, Thomas's podcast, on all the respective platforms. Please also remember that Thomas Harrington and Josh Blaze are licensed in real estate in the province of Alberta and are not intending this podcast to solicit or give advice in the real estate in any real estate related activities. And uh, we're also pretty dumb, so don't follow any of the advice that we're giving on this show. Go consult a medical, legal, or otherwise professional or somebody that's just smarter than us in pursuing any of the topics that we do talk about on this podcast. We will see you next week. Thank you very much.